So James, uh, let's talk about what it takes to build a relationship with somebody uh, that you want to develop business with. Uh, what does it take to first understand who you're looking for? And then once you have a general idea of who you're looking for, how do you go about the process of uh, introducing yourself to yeah. that individual? Well, the first thing you would do is try to get an appointment, but that's pretty tough. You know, they're going to ask you to send them an email, a voicemail, a text telling them, explaining what you're all about, what your services and products are. But uh, if you press hard enough, uh, you probably can get an appointment. But sure. it's not easy. It's, it's repetition, letting them know that you're out there to help their organization, not make a sale. So what's your process of making contact? Well, the first thing is I, I contact a, a corporation or a company, and I tell them what my services and products are and how I can help them. But you're going to get usually um, a, a voicemail. You're going to get the secretary, and they're going to try to fend you off. Sure. But um, persistent. So, so, uh, so rejection is a normal part of uh, introducing yourself or introducing your company, right? That's Absolutely. something you have to yeah. sift through, essentially, or cut through? Absolutely. The decision makers all have people who sort of have a wall around them to, to protect them. Sure. Stop them from the time being taken up. But if you let them know that you're sincere, that you're out there to help their company, and you, you believe you can do so, Eventually, if they see you're honest and sincere, they'll detect that, mm -hmm. and they'll eventually give you an opportunity. Okay. So once you make contact and you find the person that you're looking for or that you want to approach, um, obviously there's usually not an immediate demand for you or your service in, in the normal world. In a perfect world, there mm -hmm. is. Um, so how do you go about staying, in staying relevant, mm -hmm. right? keeping that first conversation relevant? Mm -hmm and the second and the third or as time progresses and uh, you're not in their line of sight, uh, how do you uh, stay in contact? Well, first of all, you have to know that there really is a need for your services or you're just sort of spinning your wheels. Mm. But if you believe that you've learned through your, your contact with the decision maker there is a need for your services, follow up. Not only with a phone call, not only with email, not only with a text, but stop by the office. Try to get this them to know you as a person versus a salesman. And eventually, if you get in front of that person a second or third time, the decision maker, they're gonna detect that your hard work is sincere and they'll give you a chance. Hmm. So tell me about after they give you this chance, uh, you perform a, a great service for them or they're happy, they, they, they received their first product from you, whatever it might be. Um, what do you do to communicate after that? Well, obviously, uh, you're going to follow up and you're going to talk to the decision maker and tell him about how you thought you did an excellent job for them and ask them for some feedback. Mm -hmm. Ask them, look, I believe we did an excellent job for you. It was a good price. But is there something that we could have done differently to make you even happier than you are? Always looking for improvement. Always. Always. And sometimes it might not be improvement, but they'd like you to take their suggestion so the next time you do a job for them, do it the way he wants it. It's that much easier. <laughs> He's that much happier. <laughs> Making him happy is the ball game. If they're happy once, they're coming back. So tell me about a, uh, a relationship in your head that sticks out that you've had, that you've built. The person didn't know you. Uh, you came into their lives. 
uh, you spoke about something you did, mm -hmm. and uh, it turned out to be a relationship for years to come. No, okay, well, I was in the mortgage business many years ago, okay. and I had a friend who owned a real estate company, and he gave me permission to come and go anytime I pleased. And I used to go in there, and his relatives were annoyed. James, excuse me, I try to get by. James, you're in the way. I'm trying to get to the copy machine. They were annoyed by my presence. Just they were moving fast? Is that they're, they're busy. They don't want to be bothered. Mm. They're already using someone who's providing the same service that I'm trying to get them to. But eventually they got to know me. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I like that guy, James. That's what I heard. Finally, the one of the top producers gave me a deal. Knocked it out quickly. He was elated. Mm. James, I want to give you all my business from now on. Whenever I went to see him in the office, all the other relatives, James, don't leave. I, I, I need to talk to you. I got a deal here. James, can you run a credit report? It all started by then getting to know me as a person versus a salesman and then delivering an excellent product and service. So how do you stay consistent in the face of adversity uh, working against you? in the forms of uh, busyness or in the forms of uh, non-interest? Um, how do you persevere through that? Well, first of all, you could never allow it to be known that you're too busy. Mm. You're, you're never too busy to help this person. No, I mean the customer being too busy to speak to you. So if the customer's too busy to speak to you, mm. how do you stay persistent on the course of you trying to deliver your message yeah. when there's really not an interest to hear uh, your message? Yeah. Well, you know, number one, again, you have to know there's a need for your product or service with this person. And, and if, if he claims he's too busy and you're persistent, most good men, they're going to say, you know what, i got to give that guy a chance. Now, it might not work with all people, sure. but with good, decent, hard-working men, they're going to appreciate the effort that you're putting in to provide good service and a product to his organization. So what you're saying is in 2020, persistence still pays. Persistence it, it, is still appreciated in some regard. It's, it's a tough world out there. Mm -hmm. And getting in front of the person that makes a decision is the key. Once you build a relationship, it's there forever unless you screw up big time. Sure. And if you, prov if you provide an excellent service, over and over again, even if you make a little error down the road, you'll be forgiven. So tell me about how you nurture a relationship uh, that maybe has been around for some time. It's not a new relationship. Mm -hmm. It's one that you've had for a couple years. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you continue to provide that customer with fresh, uh, fresh information about what is relevant uh, in our organization or in the things that you do? Yeah, well, I'll keep them abreast of any changes that are coming about that he may not be aware of in his own industry. Uh, you don't always talk about business. Sure. Especially the first time you visit the decision maker. When you go to his office, look around, see if there's a picture of his children. Mm -hmm. Ask about his children. Ask who he plays golf. These little things are, are things that bind people together. Sure. So it's not just about uh, talking about a scope of work or a frequency or a price, it's about really getting to know the person that you're working with. Absolutely. Again, once you, once you get past the prejudice of how you look and how you talk and, and who you voted for, once you get around all that, they're, they're going to just see you as a decent, hardworking man. Honest is the key. Sure. Providing an excellent service 
you'll start a relationship that will last for, for many years to come. Very nice, James. Well, I appreciate you taking the time and uh, explain to us a little bit of, uh, of your magic of how you, uh, you know, what you do every single day with communicating okay. with individuals because you're really remarkable at, uh, you, know, re you know, really bringing yourself to any level, you know, because you have years and years of experience um, and being able to communicate with that individual. Yeah. And I, I, I see it every day. So I applaud it and I appreciate you. So thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, James.